0: you To talk about that later. Welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, with your host Geo and my co-host Rob. As going, Rob. Hey
1: everybody. I hope you're not all feeling too spooked by the recent changes that have been that have been going on. It's springtime. There's rebirth, but you know I think if you look at the reverse of that, that means there's death. You know, to be reborn, that means mm-hmm. that implies. That you've died. So you have to go through some deaths in order to be reborn. So that's a, that's a lot to ask for anybody. So I hope you're all hanging in there. We're hanging in there. We're staying in the scene. We hope you're staying in the scene. We know you're staying in the scene.
0: Of course, because you're listening to the podcast. This is 100% audio sage, ghost-friendly uh, content for the family. It's explicit only because there is a pretty good chance you might get haunted mm-hmm. uh, by listening to this. So, you know, fair warning, you've been warned. Uh, So we are midway through, or maybe not even midway, who knows how how many Hollywoods there actually are in the world. But we're doing a saga right now where we are investigating each Hollywood that we can find. We spent so long in Los Angeles, in Hollywood, Hollywood, California, we forgot there are Hollywoods everywhere. So we tackled Atlanta last week. And we got a really big response from people. So our Instagram, and I'm not sure what the analytics, because we have a lot of number crunchers, you guys hopefully will do the work for us. We got, like, I'm going to say at least double the amount of followers from people who vape, vapors, vape stores, oil stores, you know, like cannabis, and also, uh, you know, the... uh, the juice kind of stuff that you vape. We got a lot of followers that way. And I'm thinking it has to do with our Atlanta episode. There, uh, So uh, number crunchers out there, go ahead and uh, shoot us an email um, and, and do the stats on that. And just uh, tell us what you think. Because there has to be some kind of correlation. We are going to be talking about the Hollywood of the East this year. Or this episode. The Hollywood of the East is actually much older than Hollywood as far as like the way that they uh, started to film and it was uh much more of a television kind of thing and for some reason uh, uh North Carolina then let go of its crown and and gave it to Los Angeles we don't know when that happened or or why exactly this is kind of what this investigation is all about because I think that the story of North Carolina and the story of Wilmington, North Carolina as the Hollywood of the East is a story of uh, a a city that kind of relinquished its its role, its title and stepped down in order to become more accepting and more uh, unifying as as a beacon of hope rather than, you know, the machine that Hollywood kind of becomes, you know. So let's get into it, Rob. Have you ever been to uh, the East Coast? Geo
1: no no i'm I have been to the East Coast. I have filmed in the East Coast. in fact, I'm going back to the East Coast to see if I can revamp a, a series that I, I've been working on that I've worked on for a long time and i I feel like deserves to come back uh so I'm actually going back to the East Coast I'm going to be talking with some people and yeah the east coast i that is my bread and butter geo
0: wow i you know would have liked to have known that before we recorded so so we could have planned something uh but that's that's so great that you you know you have some experience so so you've been to the east coast you've been to the carolinas what, what what's it like
1: i mean it's haunted of course for sure okay but it is a way that you were saying it's a roadmap to show how we can start embracing ghosts instead of fighting against them. Uh, you know, you feel the spirits around there, but the spirits are kind of kind of guiding you along. They're kind of pushing your your camera dolly along to make sure it stops right at the right right spot for you. Uh, you know, there's on quarrels, of course. You know, it's always, you're always managing lots of egos, both in the between spirits, between our, our living and and deceased spirits, but at the end of the day, we're all work You're you're all pitching in together, and it's a it, you come up with a lot of interesting stuff, and it's work that you can be proud of. You know,
0: wow. So you know, you have such a personal kind of touch with this whole place. I'm glad that we can be investigating it. Hopefully, you can be a little uh, objective with with this material because since you've been there, you're going to be going back. Um, I, I don't want to make you have to you know reveal any hidden uh, ugly sides of uh, Wilmington or North Carolina. So um, let's let's treat this with uh, you know we'll, we'll give it the discretion. If we find anything too bad, of course we'll have to tell the public. But um, for now, let's let's treat Wilmington like a friend, okay? And let's take a tour of Wilmington together. Um, so I. I did some research for this podcast, as I usually do, and I found a lot of haunted objects and things that are associated with uh, North Carolina. But one of the things that really struck me, which kind of takes us back to Dumbo, is the fact that they have a ghost elephant on the loose in, in Wilmington. Apparently... There is a ghost elephant on the loose. For some reason, um, they don't have any zo- zoological psychics. I'm not sure if uh, if that's something you can look up on Monster or Indeed as a, as a profession. But uh, you know, they have psychic to to some animals or, or or to to dogs and stuff. But I've never seen to an elephant.
1: I mean, we did get uh, an email inquiry, of course, because uh, requesting Mark the Horse Luffler's expertise in the matter. However, Mark, of course, being a horse, mm-hmm. that that's it, of
0: course. Well, and, and here's the thing. There's also, I, I kind of omitted, there are horses. There are ghost horses on the loose as well. But the pack leader happens to be the elephant. So they all follow the elephant. We don't know uh, exactly the the pattern. These are ghosts they' uh, and, and people also say that you know the soul of an elephant, they can paint, they can play music. all of these things lead to a more complex soul once they're dead, once they've passed, which means they have more powers. Let's face it. So the more powers that an elephant has after life, it can you know tame. A wild horse as a spirit and they can do whatever it wants who knows you know like so if you get you know stomping on the ground shaking like it's an earthquake and all that stuff maybe it's not maybe it's just this elephant and so that's one of the kind of nice kind of i'd say that's a positive i'm not going to say that's that's a negative ghost what, what do you think positive or negative
1: to me, it's not really objective. You know, it's what is influencing this elephant ghost.
0: <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> it, it's like you a see, ghost is like reaching down your throat right now. It, like I, I think
1: I just got a ghost of a peanut lost in my throat.
0: Wow. I, it just popped out of your mouth right there. <laughs>
1: so sorry uh, it's just that i've been seeing a lot of images of of elephants and uh you know i see how big they are and then some i think i must have said something you know trying to make a joke about how big it was and i think it that just came back to me wow in spades
0: i don't want to go down this ele- elephant hole anymore um, we, we don't have a, a current answer solution to, to this, but we I don't know if it's a problem. Um, I, I think it's more a feature of of the city, but there are way more aggressive ghosts in, in Wilmington, and this is where it's going to get possibly a little hard for you, Rob, and, and I'm sorry in advance because there is a, a ghost spirit. I'm not sure what you want to call this on the loose in wilmington and their name is meg like meg griffin
1: you know or or the meg about the giant oh, shark
0: yes and actually speaking of kind of sidebar um we're we're going to later go down the list of all the movies that were filmed in, in wilmington in north carolina one of them being uh, Deep Blue Sea, I believe, one of them being um, The Hunt for Red October, another submarine movies. So, you know, uh, not a, a stranger to to water movies. And in fact, we can talk about uh, all the water tanks and everything in, in North Carolina. But first, let's talk about Meg, because her story is, is one that's kind of a cautionary tale. Um, if you live a life of violence you will have an afterlife of violence and it's it's kind of sad to to see this this ghost trapped in her bad behavior you know if you're naughty if you're just a naughty person all your life you're going to be a naughty ghost i think that's that's science right there that's fact so meg She was a bar owner back in the 1700s, and she used to like chase people out of the bar. She'd beat them up because she was like big, like Roseanne Barr. And so she would beat people up and make them pay and make them, you know, do all kinds of stuff for her and very imposing. And even now, in they call it the Paradise uh, Alley, you can hear her beating up people. And if you you'll get a, a, a sock in the face from Meg Griffin, probably, you know, you you might look for a second and, and you'll see the life version of Meg Griffin hitting you in the face because and she didn't mean to. She was beating up, you know, some some vagrant, but you happen to be in her way. So that's one of the negatives. I'm, I'm going to put that in the negative pile. I don't know about you, but getting a sock in the face, uh, that doesn't make my day.
1: No, I mean, that is obviously a, a very quarrelsome ghost. And as any haunted location, you have to be aware of your surroundings and understand the temperaments of these ghosts. I think you can be around it's You know, you're putting yourself at risk, of course. You are around her. Uh, but I think there are also ways to cohabitate uh, and be more understanding. I will just say... Filming Dawson's Creek was one of the most inspirational moments of my life as a producer, uh, putting on that show. Uh, And, you know, I can only speak the most of that experience uh, and everyone involved in it. Uh, It was really fun. It was like nothing else before. And the ghost really helped us, too.
0: You know, we haven't talked much about your your past with Veronica Mars and with... Mm -hmm. Dawson and I mean it's out of respect for you know for the actors and, and, and everybody you're associated with. We don't of want course. to investigate too close to you. This okay. kind of and I think when we started off doing the Hollywoods, um Wilmington wasn't really on our radar and I forgot this it was some somewhere so close to your heart. The fact that you know you're you're back in involved with uh, with this place. I don't know if it's concerning for me as much as I am. I'm kind of uh, hopeful to see how it's changed in the years since you've left because it's been a pretty long time since the end of Dawson's Creek, and a lot has changed. I mean, they filmed Talladega Nights, they filmed lots of stuff since you have kind of been away, and you know, that brings a lot of ghosts. That's kind of something we talked about with Atlanta. When you dump ghost after ghost after ghost into a city, it starts to create a certain heat, you know?
1: I mean, of course. And I mean, as we all know with Wilmington, or as you may not know, I'm sorry, dear listener out there. um, But Wilmington also has the same issue of where do you dump the ghosts? And uh, in the case of Wilmington, it's in Cape Fear River, right there. It turns the river black. That's how many ghosts they're pumping into it. You know, ghosts are usually white, but they're pumping so many, so much, and so much ghosts into Cape Fear River. It's black.
0: Wow, right, right there in 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 front of my nose. I didn't I didn't tell uh I didn't have a geographical analysis for you guys, and I'm sorry. As scientists, we should have thought about this. But yes, there is Cape Fear right next to Wilmington, flowing through it, basically. And of course, the uh, all of the ghosts, the negativity, all of that just gets carried downstream. It's someone else's problem. And think about the bottling companies. Who, who is bottling the Cape Fear water? You know? that I mean if you get a vial if just you know if you guys we I don't know where we have fans who knows so if you're from Wilmington if, if you're a, a local patron go to Cape Fear take a vial of water don't don't drink it okay please don't but then what I would do is I would take two cups one I would fill it with holy water halfway right two I would empty glass right in the middle so you pour the violin, and then you pour in the holy water, and hopefully you have uh, an electro microscope, a spectral microscope, a psychic um, to evaluate all the findings. But once you once you do the mix, to see what happens when the waters touch each other. Now, if it's haunted water, it'll jump right out of the glass. Now that's a fact, and I would wear goggles because if it gets in your eyes, that's instant possession. Now, it could be a good or bad ghost. We don't, we can't tell. So you just got to, got to put, you know, protection on. That means, you know, uh, double, double bagging your, your glasses, two glasses on top. Then just do it for safety's sake. Just do it. Right. We're all about safety here on Ghost in the Scene. We forget about that sometimes, but really, this is, uh, this is all for you. This is a resource, a paranormal resource. We're like a dictionary. And so we, we got to, you know, Uh, speak the truth.
1: Hey guys, I'm Sarah and I'm Stephanie and we're the hosts of Dead Dead Time Time Stories. Stories. Dead Time Stories with a Z is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe,
0: rate and review today. Let's take down some movies that were filmed in Wilmington. Um, These are some movies that are big, that are small. We're not going to really go over the small ones as much as we should because the big movies are where the big ghosts come from let's let's be honest. small movie small ghost right? Mm-hmm. So Iron Man three that's Disney sized the conjuring. Wow where the're the Millers where the devil hides Six
1: And I think that's one third. Of where we know where that's going.
0: Wow. The Sin Seer.
1: Right Sleep, there. Sleepy Hollow. Guys, this is the original America Ghost story. This is oh like God. ghost number one. Okay. In America. Okay, so...
0: The, the 27 Club? Okay, well, okay. Hmm. Two plus seven is nine. Right. The nine Club... That sounds like upside-down nine-club. And let's go dead heist. Imagine this. You're in a heist, and then you're dead. That's a ghost story. 28 days. 8 minus 2 is 6. 6 days. I mean, we can keep on going. There are literally hundreds. But we should maybe go to the one that actually resulted in death, right? The true ghost story of them all, 1993. Let's go all the way back to the year, 1993, to the movie, The Crow. So you hear that? That was the the Crow theme song playing right there. Ominous, ominous music. So, So So sad. I'm spooked. It's rock and roll stuff, right? The Crow. It's about a rock and roller who gets killed, straight up gets killed. It's like, you know, a revenge flick based on a on, on a manga or something like that, right? Like some, some kind of serialized thing. But basically, a guy gets killed and gets granted the power to come back by a crow, right? This quotation marks a crow who knows what kind of paranormal spirit it is, but whatever it is brings him back and he kills everybody. And he's a ghost the whole time so they can shoot him and he doesn't die. He disappears, he becomes a crow. It's all, you know, like, it's a a weirdo fantasy. And that's just the movie. You know, um, Rob, do you know what happened to Brandon Lee?
1: Jew, of course, I know, but I don't know if... I can quite say so on the air right now and I, I don't know if I can carry that that energy, that paranormal energy okay. from my tongue at this moment.
0: I, I understand. And this is the kind of thing that is is my burden and, and, and I will accept that burden. Brandon Lee was murdered on the set of the crow. They were filming a a final, you know, shot with uh, him getting shot with bullets, right? And they're not supposed to do anything in the movie or in real life. These were supposed blank rounds. Yes. Fake bullets, ghost bullets.
1: Right. Exactly. They shot him with ghost bullets
0: I in think, a movie.
1: So think about this, folks. Yes. This is a movie about a ghost that can't be killed with normal bullets. How do you kill a ghost?
0: Ghost bullets. Now, they might have you know double negative themselves into killing mur- murdering somebody, you know and and this is the problem when you don't realize that ghosts actually exist. And when he is right. in ghost makeup all day portraying a ghost in character, acting like a ghost you know, you kind of split the veil of reality The you know, you blur the line between man and ghost. He was that good, you know? And because of his acting is his exemplary acting. He became a ghost in that scene and was killed by a ghost bullet. Once again, I don't know if this is a negative or positive. Now, of course, negative because he died. Of course. But this is, I think, it, I think it's, you
1: said it though, Gio. It's about the lack of understanding of the, of the weight of the responsibility that comes with being at such a spiritually charged area. Mm. I don't, you know, I don't think the paranormal, if something is paranormally charged, it, it doesn't distinguish good or bad, but it's powerful. And yeah. if you ignore that, you're going to suffer the consequences. So that, I think that's why it's important for us to talk about it as well and to have our audiences listen to it and talk about Wilmington in this way. Because if you know what you're doing, it can be good, be used for good. But that if you don't sense. know what's even going on, if you're not in the scene, you can end up killing each other.
0: I mean, if you're not even in the scene, you don't know about holy water, you don't mm-hmm. know about risk guards, you don't know about you know, sunglasses, and, and, and the power of, of you know, podcasts, it's audio sage, guys, you guys just don't realize how important that is for your for your health. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. And, you know, it's sad that, you know, Brandon Lee had to die. So young, He he was murdered in a very Jesus kind of way, you know,
1: that's the point is that he didn't have to die if people that were in charge of that production were responsible with the ghosts that they were summoning
0: exactly and you know uh it seems like people go back and make movies at wilmington in kind of a homage or a tribute to brandon lee and you have movies come out after after he dies And it's all, you know, um, Blood Moon, you know, The Grave, you know, movies like Enchanted, um, Black Dog, you know, these are all, you know, very grim, but also kind of, they kind of revere death, you know, it's almost like when he christened the ground with, you know, him dying there, creating that Hollywood ghost story, he almost solidified a part of Wilmington that will never go away, that that violence, that Meg, you know? For all we know, Meg was possessing whoever was shooting that that ghost gun, and she pulled the trigger. We don't know if she did or didn't. I wasn't there. Neither was Rob. Rob probably was filming on set, Dawson's Creek, you know, down the creek. By the way, you said you filmed there. Did you oh ever film on Cape Fear?
1: That's a great question, Giro. I We actually had everything on set because if you're going to be managing ghosts responsibly, you need to be doing that in a controlled environment. And on the actual Cape Fear itself is so charged with ghosts that it's mm-hmm. impossible to do any film. Your cameras will get gummed up. You know, the film won't roll.
0: And they've tried you know they've tried to do it they tried to do it many times and boats have sunk you know the titanic they tried filming the titanic um before cgi and everything and the real thing sunk before they even got it off uh you know the, the film hadn't even started right. and, and was, you
1: think that would be perfect right because it's about a sinking boat but the cameras wouldn't roll so it's, yeah it sunk too it was fast a big waste of time
0: so what they did instead and th- this is you know ingenuity at its finest. You know, you dump all of your all of the negative ghosts into the water. Water's already haunted. We've talked about this. So it's kind of like that's what makes it black, right? Just like all of the excess ghost wash. And but it gets washed away. It's someone else's problem. Maybe in your drinking water. Who knows? But what they did instead of of you know having to film on you know the actual river of of the Cape Fear, they made a giant underwater stage it's a it's a 60 foot by 60 foot water tank that's 10 foot and a half deep so imagine that you can have a giant ship all all around doing doing all kinds of you know u-turns and all if you are uh you know trying to get your ship captain's license and you you weren't anywhere near the water you could go in there and practice they, they do by the hour kind of stuff but they also film movies there and this is just one of the stages this is a, a place called the eu screen gem studio and there are 10 stages called the dream 10 right all of these places They film different movies, different locations, different things. But it's like a giant soundstage. So it's away from the elements. It's away from the water. It's away from anything that could go wrong. You know, the ghost elephants, they could easily break into a lot of places. But hopefully these... I'm guessing these places have shamans that are, you know, disguised as guards. They have probably all kinds of paranormal people on on watch just just to make sure that you know the elephant doesn't get in the shot or anything like that but um have you ever filmed in one of these sound stages rock because you kind of talked about how you you know you never I did i it.
1: wish i mean the production level that you need for that is far beyond and you need to be connected with way more ghosts and way more warlocks uh to make that even close to being possible you know, typically, I mean, what I liked about doing television is that I could do so on a smaller scale. And I knew which ghosts that I was working with personally. Mm-hmm. And I, and again, that makes a big difference when, when you're approaching it. You know, there's, again, understanding that because this is a paranormal, paranormally charged place, there's all sorts of people coming towards it with a lot of different motives.
0: Yeah. It's- it's it's so strange because it's a place I've never visited, uh, you know, I, I don't know the environment, I don't know the people there. You know, if they say good morning in the morning or good evening, and you know, I don't know. And and the ghosts they they kind of reflect the people sometimes. And in LA, that's why ghosts are so, you know, violent and and, and you know, they they kind of assault you and, and you know it's they drain you of your energy because people here in LA. You know, it's it's like a pigsty. I can imagine it's a lot nicer over there, but um, you have to get to know the right people, right?
1: Well, as we said, even with Meg, you know, there's ghosts that will bully there you there too. You know, you just need to know where to find the ghost that you fit best with.
0: Wow, and and that's something we should all aspire to. You know, uh, we've transitioned from you know ghost hating to ghost friendly. And that means that, you know, we have to start accepting some some ghosts into our lives that we Mm -hmm. previously thought were maybe suspect that, you know, we have no evidence against. You know, there's some people that um, we need to apologize to. And, you know, that's all going to come up. We're going to have an apology episode where we just apologize to every single person that we've wronged, where we thought we had evidence, but we didn't. So, you know, that'll come out soon we uh we still have some more hollywoods of the world to get through and i think we're going to leave america because we i said world I, I didn't just say you know uh america right so mm-hmm. Bo- bollywood i think bollywood is next what do you think rob you, uh, i i mean so far you've you've gone to atlanta we've talked about how you've been to atlanta you're the expert you've gone to north carolina you filmed there and i mean have you ever been to bollywood
1: that would be a new venture for me as well and one i'd look greatly forward towards because we're just all on this big blue ball uh we're hoping you know we're reaching some audiences beyond where we currently are living on this planet and reaching all of you out there. We know we're accessible. We know you're out there and we want to talk to you. We want to, you know, you are in the scene as well. And Mm -hmm. we want to join that scene wherever you are. Uh, You know, as I said, I've been to France, you know, I've stepped foot outside of America. I've battled powerful ghosts, evaded Johnny Depp. He was at my doorstep. Uh, So I'm looking to get somewhere completely different. To be honest, and mm. I think somewhere, uh, you know, like Bollywood sounds like a good place to start. And I think when we say ghost friendly, and I think this is wherever we're gonna go, um, it doesn't mean we have to be friends with every ghost, because some ghosts are will want to do us harm. Right. And we we will recognize that, but at the start, we need to start giving some ghosts and some people that work with ghosts some benefit of the doubt uh, but you know it, it's up at the end of the day that means it's up to us to keep looking out for each other right staying in the scene mm-hmm. tapping each other on each shoulder. hey how's it going exactly in the scene
0: you know in the scene. and and if you are in the scene you know and and if you're not in the scene you know uh, you can know it, it's just a matter of, of of starting uh with an open mind you know all you need is an open mind, all you need is an open heart, but not open enough to get possessed.
1: Start doing the numbers, folks. You know, start doing 1 1s. Yeah. Your 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 2 1s. 3 plus 6.
0: Right. And really start to see how everything kind of starts to revolve around 3s, 6s, 9s, you know, even 5 and 1 and you see that to 6. I mean, guys, we, we don't want to do the math for you. You got to do your own work. So um, I think we're going to do another week uh, of investigating. But uh, until next week, uh, stay in the scene.
1: Keep your eyes on the screen. We know that you do. And when you do it, be safe.
0: And uh, stay extreme. Take care.